My apologies for being unilingual. <laughs> and even at that, Canadian. <laughs> so at least I'm international in one way. The phrase from today's gospel, they do not practice what they preach, is one of several biblical texts that has found its way into popular everyday discourse. Let the one who has not sinned throw the first stone is another example of how we appropriate texts from scriptures, teachings from Jesus, to make comment on experiences that are quite common to us all. And the words in these phrases are pretty clear. They don't need a scripture scholar to explain what they mean. In the Gospel today, Jesus delivers a scathing indictment on the scribes and the Pharisees as he speaks to the crowds. I think that it is true to say that any community, religious or civic, or any organization, any congregation, depends on the quality and the integrity of the leadership. And that the state of the community's own self-pride and self-awareness and even their sense of calm can be influenced by the quality of the leadership and its integrity. And I think that was true in Jesus' time, as it is, I believe, in our time. The integrity of those in leadership is a common expectation. And in civic and even in religious communities, we simply use the expression, no one is above the law. And those who assume they are, or act as though they belong in another strata or category, we call them tyrants, and sometimes, too often, criminals. But Jesus is not taking on the political or the civic leadership of his time particularly. As tempting as it might be for some of us, and I must say I had that temptation as I was reflecting on this, to make some comparison in our own time with a variety of examples. One of the important things to note in Jesus' critique of the current state of religious leadership is that he always offers an alternative. He never criticizes just for the sake of getting attention. 
and not only suggesting alternative leaders, but rather an alternative kind of leader, an alternative attitude, a different kind of spiritual awareness for those who are in those positions of leadership, and especially when he speaks, as he does, to a religious community. But before we start to think that some of us are off the hook because we are not leaders, let us not forget that some 50 years ago or so, the world bishops at the Second Vatican Council developed an understanding of church, the community of all believers, as being one in which everyone has a responsibility to teach and to preach in love and with love, to help each other and to forgive each other when there is injury, to offer comfort and kindness when there is brokenness, to feed the hungry and to protect the vulnerable, to speak against injustice and to welcome the holy pilgrim and the immigrant poor. No longer would any member of the church have the right to say, I think that's Father's job. I think the bishop ought to do something about that. I think the Pope ought to demand, ought to teach, ought that ought. No. In the vision of community that Jesus offers, as an alternative to that of the scribes and Pharisees. Leadership is not a matter of power, but of participation in the mission of the gospel. The religious leaders were known, as we understand the gospel, were known for their attempts to burden others with the letter of the law. That's what I think Jesus was saying. When you lay the burden on others. It was the burden of the law he was talking about in its minutia. But we're unwilling to pay much attention to it themselves. He said, you don't even lift a finger. They enjoyed, as we might say in our time, the perks of their position. Sitting as they did, metaphorically, in the chair of Moses. Seats of honor in the synagogues and recognition in the marketplaces. They even wore bigger phylacteries. Now that's not a word you use much, I suppose, every day. But in the Jewish tradition, it's a very important symbol. A phylactery was a leather pouch, like a, a wallet, that you wore strapped to your forehead or on your left arm. And in it were, in it were small fragments with the words of scripture on it, usually words from the law of Moses. And apparently the thinking was that if you wore a larger phylactery than others, you were, of course, more pious because you carried more of the word with you. Jesus sees this as not being more pious, 
but more self-righteous in calling attention to themselves. Such, such exterior displays, he is saying, do not reflect an interior spirituality. And therein lies the root of the word pharisaical or hypocrite. In the community that Jesus offers as the way for his followers to live, there'll be no need for titles, Jesus says. No need to bestow honor through some title. Honor rests with the Lord. Terms like rabbi, which means my great one. Oh, nice title, my great one. Father, which denotes in that particular patriarchal society denoted an authority figure. Or master, Jesus says, because there is only one who is master who is the guiding mind of the whole community, and that is the Christ. In the earthly community of disciples, we are all brothers and sisters in and of the Lord. All our companions in faith and love, leading each other to the fullness of life with God. In the community of the church, the earthly gathering of the brothers and sisters of the Lord. Yes, there are many roles, different roles and ministries, some perhaps specialized, depending on the varied gifts and charisms that we all have. But everyone is responsible for the mission of the Lord. Our common bond is rooted in baptism, one baptism that joins us to each other and to Jesus Christ. In the second reading, Paul's image of the mother who cares for her child is a striking image of Christian leadership and Christian community. In that image, we discover that life is sustained and flows from the love that we must have for each other. Communities that are strong are strong because of their commitment to the gospel, and communities that are also gentle are gentle because of consideration of others, a strength and a gentleness that nourishes life and is a sign to the world that what we preach and what we practice are deeply rooted not in power or prestige, but in the words of Jesus Christ.